start with like an introduction like greetings welcome to crew expendable i am your host so and so or do we want to like just sort of do the in conversation in progress thing or do you want to do like a combination where it's a combination like it starts off like conversation in progress and media res as they say you know that is a great question and in retrospect that is probably a question we should have asked before we actually started recording yeah but we're here now we're going to we're going to figure we're it out we're already here baby on air uh so if we did um, have an intro what would it be um hmm, that's a good question uh well i suppose we could just do like the standard default uh you know uh, hello, listeners, and welcome to Crew Expendable with Neil and Kenny. I'm Kenny, and he's Neil. I'm Neil, and he's Kenny. How's that sound? I think it sounds pretty good. We can work this out. You know, we we can workshop this too, like on future episodes. Maybe we try something different every time, right? Like, we, I mean, hey, you know, why not? It's our Who's show. Who's going to stop us? Nobody's going to yeah. stop us. I guess if we had sponsors, they might try to, but we don't have any yet. Ah, uh, well, yeah, nerds to them. I'm not worried about it. This podcast sponsored by Wayland Utani Worlds. Right. <laughs> I was going to say right now it would be adding in what their tagline is, but I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we'll get a script together for next time. Perfect. That'll uh, work. So, Kenny, what are we here to talk about? What is this brand new podcast people are listening to for the first time all about? Well, this podcast, um, it's all about the Alien franchise, as in specifically the Alien franchise with the Xenomorph and Wayland yutani and famously Ellen Ripley and the Nostromo. Okay. Uh, the, plan, the plan is basically to cover every, well... Everything, I guess, I was trying to hedge my bet there to see if there was anything you were going to skip, but I'm pretty sure we're going to try to basically hit everything. I think so. Yeah, all the movies, all the comics, all the games, all the books. God. We're probably even going to talk about the toys at some point or another. I'm going to have to read books for this thing? I didn't sign up for all that. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess you're going back to school then. Famously, I don't like to read books. That's not true. I like, well, to, I like to read a book. I like to read books, too. Although, to be fair, all the books so far that I've listened for the show or uh, that I've read for the show, I've listened to because I got the audiobook rather than a physical copy. What sure. Do do? Studies have shown that uh, listening to an audiobook, you, you, the comprehension of the of the book is the same as if you read it. So there's really Good. no difference. So everyone out there, go to audible.com slash crew expendable <laughs> for your free trial. <laughs> yeah type in code crew expendable for 10 percent off your first book yeah i don't think it works yet but we'll get there we're, we're gonna get their attention we're gonna throw our hat in with daddy bezos that's right i mean this is a frame film franchise about a pretty evil corporation so it kind of just makes sense now that is a connection i never would have been able to make on myself <laughs> or make by myself good call on that one. yeah love it it's thematically love it, love poignant <laughs> Yeah, man, this is a big franchise. I don't even know how many. I mean, what do we got? Like six movies? Because I, I definitely lump Prometheus and Alien Covenant in 
with the standard and, franchise. Then we got the two Alien versus Predator movies. We might as well throw the Predator movies in there too. There's four of those. Yeah, I mean, since we're already talking about the AVPs anyway, yeah. I mean, the Predators are right there. Plus, you know, as you already know, according to that little Easter egg in Predator 2, mm-hmm. you know, it gives us a, it gives us a canonical excuse, if nothing else. Oh, yeah. Plus, there's, I don't know how many Dark Horse miniseries. When Dark Horse yeah. was published in the Alien comics and an ongoing series, there's the new Marvel ongoing series. There's a uh, an FX television series coming soon yep they just recently announced a movie for hulu right uh yeah it's gonna be on hulu it's uh it's gonna be made by i believe his name is fede alvarez i'm probably okay. pronouncing that wrong um the guy that did uh, don't breathe i believe that was him oh did he and do the evil dead remake or was that the other guy he i that may have been him i'm honestly not a hundred percent sure yeah, it but is. It totally is. That movie's sick, too. It is. Too. I, uh, dude, the Evil Dead remake is great. I love that movie. I could talk about it all day. Yeah, but we'll, that's we'll, not what we're here to talk about. Those will be our, those will be our Patreon bonus episodes, all about <laughs> the right. Evil Dead yeah. movies. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the Patreon bonus episodes of Crew Expendable are when we just talk about random, arbitrary, non-alien movies. That's correct. Yeah. If you want to see us turn into just a regular movie, Uh, yes yeah well i mean that gives an excuse to talk about like (laughs) pitch black right ah pitch black uh deep rising i feel like that's an alien knockoff it is an aliens knockoff certainly it certainly is uh we could talk about uh underwater which is pretty much an alien ripoff okay the one with uh, with Kristen stewart you know Yeah. yeah 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 i have not seen that i didn't even know that there were there were monsters in that it's a monster movie. It's oh, definitely sick. a monster. It's, it's the first alien, but if it was underwater instead of in space, it's Jesus. pretty much what it is. I might watch that tonight. There's a big twist ending that made a lot of people go, hmm. But honestly, I kind of liked it. I actually think that's a pretty good movie. I think it's better than people say it is, personally. Was the twist that the humans were the aliens all along? <laughs> it was not, no. Okay. Nice try, though. Good guess. <laughs> Yeah, well, maybe we'll jump on a, jump into some of those things after we've covered the yeah. entire Alien uh, expanded universe, which uh, will never happen because they keep making the stuff. I think we could probably they podcast every day for a year and not be through all of it. I mean, yeah, I recently, I don't know if I ever mentioned this or not, but I recently picked up, uh, you know, because like last year, whenever it was, whenever Marvel, well, Disney got the rights to the alien franchise they started yeah. reprinting all of the old dark horse comics oh man good timing oh yeah dude, tell me about it like all 30 years worth or however many of them there are Holy and moly. they're printing them in these big huge massive like thousand page long hardcover books and wow. i i got one of them not too long ago and like if you drop this thing on your foot it'll probably break a toe it is oh, no. extremely <laughs> then you won't be able to outrun the xenomorph careful dude <laughs> that's true yeah i'll definitely get eaten for sure yeah. but like my point is is that uh this has like i said it's over a thousand pages worth of comics and like you know there's something like i think don't quote me on this even though you can quote me on this because it's getting recorded i think sure, there's yeah. something like 30 or 40 storylines in that book. Wow. So we could spend like years 
just covering the comics if we did one episode per like storyline you know yeah jeez. yeah there's there's a lot of stuff out there and that's not like i said that's not even counting all of the books of sure, which yeah. there have the novels of which there have been three different distinct series of novels yeah there's been a lot of games i can think of like well i can only think of four or five off the top of my head but admittedly i haven't played most of oh the boy. games because most of them i believe are pc only i'm gonna so take I a shot at this i know that there's an alien 3 game and then there's a different alien 3 game the genesis version and the game boy version are different games there's the alien versus aliens versus predator game on super nintendo and i think that was an arcade game as well mm-hmm. uh I'll just say isolation now because it's probably the best one. But then there's the old Alien versus Predator one and two, the Alien versus Predator RTS games, the yeah, the RTS Colonial games. Marines game, Fire Team Elite. There's a there's a shit ton of games. There's a shit ton of games, dude. Jesus. And only I think Isolation and Fire Team Elite are only like the most recent like big ones. And Isolation came out, uh, I think eight years ago yeah it i think like it came out in 2014 playstation 3 era that's what i had it on first before i got the xbox yeah. one wild stuff oh then there's the android alien isolation sequel called alien blackout that's like a five nights at freddy's knockoff apparently mm. i was vaguely familiar with it existing but i can tell you right now i've definitely never played it i played one level of it the other day it's pretty cool and Pretty effective for a mobile game, you know, especially for an alien mobile game. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Jesus, this is a lot of stuff to get through. How um, how are we going to organize all of this? Well, I was thinking, yeah, what if we start off by covering the major movies? Not necessarily all in a row, okay. like, you know, one episode after another. Right. We don't really want to, like, those are the most well-known things in the property. Yeah. We don't want to, like blow our front load, load you know <laughs> too early yeah we don't want to front we don't want to front load the show exactly yeah we need to so ta- what i was to, thinking sorry we need to tantra this thing <laughs> that's right, right. <laughs> what i was thinking was we can start off with the movie and do like one of the six movies every i don't know three four weeks maybe like do one of them a month okay and then the other intervening weeks between each of the six major major movies, yeah, we talk about you know ancillary or connected or sequel stuff that's tied into that specific entry okay. in the movie frame. I like that. So, like, you know what I mean? That. Can I explain that well? Yeah. So, like, we hit Alien, and then we maybe we do an episode on uh, Out of the Shadows, Alien Out of the Shadows, which is set between Alien and Aliens. And then yep. a few other things. We hit Aliens, then maybe we tackle the original, the Aliens Earth War comics that were first written as a sequel to that and then had character names change later. We get to, And uh, then maybe we could follow that up. I mean, we could just go straight to Aliens after that. Sure. Or we could, for instance, maybe hit isolation next after that possibly. oh yeah that's set that is set before aliens isn't it it is yeah that's right i believe if i recall i believe it actually takes place closer to alien than it does aliens i believe man those worker joes are fucking creepy dude they're scared the scariest part of that game is the stupid androids uh speaking of which speaking of aliens specifically you know that uh old well, I guess it's not really a tall tale because the movie's only like, movie's like 
35 years old or something like that. But anyway, <laughs> um, you know that like story that they used to tell, that myth about the Aliens movie where how James Cameron pitched it by walking into the room and then writing Alien on a whiteboard and then he turned <laughs> to the executives and then wrote a dollar sign after it and they all like <laughs> cheered or whatever. You know that like old tall tale they tell about the movie? Sure, yeah. <laughs> I was reading this thing the other day and they asked James Cameron about it. And he's like, yes, that is true. That is literally what happened. And that is how I pitched the movie. No fuck yes. What an asshole. So that's actually true. <laughs> he wrote alien dollar sign and they were like sold. <laughs> and you know, someone like seriously considered like maybe that should be the official marketing too. Right. Yeah, maybe that should be the title of the movie. Jesus Christ. Well, again, with that fucking evil corporation, Waylon Yutani stepping in. Yeah. Man. Yeah, dude. They're all over it. They're, but they're yeah, military anyway. De- their military weapons development program looked at the xenomorph <laughs> and just saw dollar signs. I mean, as you go through the franchise, you will discover that no matter how many xenomorphs they look at, they always see those dollar signs. Yeah. No matter how many times they try, that is all <laughs> that ever happens. Is they're like, we need to bring that in for testing and make money. Oh yeah, yeah. Man, man, yeah. Ne- man never learns, and the engineer before them also never learned. That's right. I mean, see, look what happened when they, you know, they did their thing, and now look what happened. You know? The human beings just trying to do the same thing. We'll get into that when we tackle yeah. Prometheus, which I think we, we should tackle. Will first and i don't think we should go in release order for these i think we need to go in a chronological order of the timeline Mm -hmm. in an attempt to sort of make sense of all of it yeah like you know set down the major like tentpole parts that like the framing that everything else is going to be hanged on you know sure yeah i think that's a good idea i think i like that idea i'm okay with starting with prometheus first of course to be fair as a little aside if we want to go in chronological order Technically, we'd be starting with AVP, but that's beside yeah. the point. Uh, well, I think it's been pretty much settled that the AVP movies are not canon to either the Alien or Predator universes. I, it's like an alternate. I universe. also believe that. I also believe that. That's probably a discussion for another day. But like, I that is yeah. a view I personally subscribe to as well. Plus, we're getting messy there because if if we're using those as a bridge, that means we got to start with predator and then go to predator 2 before we even get to see any yeah. fucking xenomorphs and like I, look i love yeah we probably i love predator but i don't want to start there yeah we probably shouldn't start our alien podcast with like two months of predator content no just a thought i mean we could <laughs> it is our show we could what are they gonna do stop us come on i, I mean i guess they just wouldn't listen <laughs> <laughs> well fair enough yeah no we'll, enough. we'll get to predator and avp down the line after we've tackled tackled the the six alien films which actually speaking of tackling the alien films that's actually something else that we should probably hash out right now sure you've got prometheus we've got alien covenant we already know those we can already put those up on the show right but then we get to the classic four we got alien aliens alien three or alien cubed if you're feeling nasty Mm -hmm. and alien resurrection sure all four of those movies have more than just a theatrical cut edit of them which version of them do you want to do i think that we probably need to start with the theatrical versions i think we could tackle i think we could tackle you know alien director's cut aliens special edition the uh the now preferred amongst many people alien 3 assembly cut 
assembly cut. Yeah, we can tackle those further on down the line. I think that like the because ver- I think the versions of these movies that like your average person has grown up with watching are just the theatrical cuts, right? Probably. Yeah. Those those are the ones that you can consider every single thing that happens in them as canon. Fair enough. It'd be definitely interesting to go through the series and then take a look back at those alternate versions of the classics and see what that adds to anything, you know, see if it like the alternate versions add anything, change anything about the way we see the rest of the universe. I do know already off the top of my head that the aliens special cut or special edition or whatever it's called. And the assembly cut of alien three have enough new content or enough added content to them that it does kind of like change how the movie works. Sure. But I think the director's cut of Alien, like, there, I don't think there's enough difference between them to really, like, warrant, like, a real in, in-depth discussion. I think it's, like, they added a couple of scenes right. that amounts to, like, a minute and a half of content or something like that, so. Yeah, but it will just be a good excuse to go back and watch Alien again, you know? <laughs> Which, actually, it's funny that you mention that because... uh I'll actually save this conversation or I'll save this comment momentarily because I was about to get into, you know, when I first watched the alien movies and all these other things. But, you know, before I get into that, let me ask you, what's your like, you know, the first time you watched alien or like your history with the franchise in general or that kind of thing? Oh, boy. Okay. well. My history with the franchise started when I was like six or seven Mm. because uh, I had an older brother named Ben. Shout out to my brother. What up, Ben? (laughs) He's like nine or he was like nine or ten at the time. He's about three years older than me. And something happened where suddenly he just became super fascinated by the franchise. And again, I was six or seven. I was not like aware of, you know, the fact that there were more movies than just ninja turtles and top gun (laughs) so you know just i think alien is probably not on like the consciousness of most young children it's not really on the Uh, radar of a six-year-old yeah you're correct yeah but my brother being older you know he must have heard about it from friends at school somebody who saw it or something and he just became so deeply interested in the series he talked my parents into renting the movies you know, and like, I think he started right at the beginning at Alien. And uh, I remember sitting down with the rest of the family to try to watch this movie. And I made it pretty far, mm-hmm. right? Like, I made it through the opening. I made it through finding the derelict ship. I've made it through Kane getting attacked by the egg, mm-hmm. getting taken back on board, the face hugger falling off and like kind of fucking around in the med bay, you know? Mm-hmm. I made it just barely through the dinner scene mm-hmm. and I was done. Like, like that classic iconic scene, like arguably the yes. most memorable moment of the first movie. Oh, absolutely. Certainly. I think one of the most memorable moments of all film, yeah. like cinema in general, it, uh, it was like simultaneously just like so fascinating. I had never seen anything like it, of course, and I couldn't look away, but then I definitely, uh, definitely was too scared to watch the rest of the movie. And I, I think I wanted to like act like I was cool and tough in front of my family. I'm sure they knew. I'm sure they knew of that course. I was scared of and course. like it was totally fine, yeah. you know. So then when my brother 
got down to watching Aliens, the sequel, I'm sure the following weekend, whenever he could talk our parents to take him back to the video store. I think it was a Red Rabbit video. Mm. Um, I didn't watch any of it. I didn't watch any of Aliens. I was too freaked out. I caught maybe glimpses here and there, but I really was like avoiding it. I was too scared to watch it. But I heard the entire thing, like the volume on the TV, just up loud enough that I could hear the entire movie from my room. And any like brief silence when I'm pausing my Sega Genesis or whatever I was doing to keep me safe, (laughs) I definitely heard, you know, guns going off and Hudson screaming game over man and all of that stuff. So like that, that definitely piqued my curiosity as well. Then he came to Alien 3 and like, again, I was just like checked out. I'm like, I'm not doing this. I'm too young and I'm too scared. Uh, but I did somehow catch the ending of that movie, like the very ending of the movie. Like the final scene of the movie. I got you. Yes. Yes. Like, I'll just, spoiler alert for Alien 3, Ripley falling into the uh, incinerator as the queen is bursting out of her. That certainly is what happens, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I, that's the only part of Alien 3 that I saw. And, I, and it just, all it did was remind me, mm. boom, just like that dinner scene a few weeks ago in alien one, like, holy shit. But, uh, you know, it had an ending to it, right? Like it was done. Like I, I felt a little bit safer after watching the ending to alien three. Cause I, I got to see the thing not survive. Yeah. Right? You knew that it could not never come back to haunt you again. Or so. you thought. Yeah. And then, and then alien covenant came out, <laughs> but, uh, my brother was, he was such a big fan uh, he started like buying the action figures. I know we'll talk about those. He had like the rhino alien and the snake alien and all of those like bizarre action figures for the movie aliens that they geared towards children. And he also was into comics at the time. So he was buying aliens versus predator comics and alien novels and anything he could get his hands on. And he was cool about it. Like we would set up our GI Joes and like have them fight the aliens you know, mm-hmm. and the Predators. He was also into the Predator franchise, of course, by extension. Those two have always been linked together. They certainly have. Yeah. And uh, he would, like, tell me about the comics and tell me about the books and show me s- stuff. Like, he was cool about sharing the stuff with me. He was really interested in it. And, like, somehow, like, that made me start to get really fascinated in it, in like, on my own. Just, like, you know, the older brother sort of handing something down to you, bonding with him, et cetera. So that's when my interest in the franchise really started to grow was sort of through some of those ancillary, you know, comic books and and toys, really. But I was like a nosy kid. Right. So like when he would be away at his friend's houses or something, I would sneak into his room and flip through his comic books and take his movies and go watch them and put them back. And it's like I was a little older at this point. You know, maybe I was nine or ten. I had kind of aged into the franchise a little better. Mm-hmm. And I that's when I started watching them all. And uh they just like really took hold of me. Like by the time I finally sat down and watched alien all the way through, I was sold on the series aliens. Of course, as a kid was just so action packed and the characters were so cool to me when I was young. Like I just, uh, I just loved those, loved those movies and the franchise became a part of my life in the same way that it had been my brothers. And did all this happen before resurrection came out? Had you seen resurrection yet by that point? I think I think my brother had gone to see Resurrection in theaters. Eventually, when he bought the VHS tape, it's probably the first time I watched it. And I was young enough to like mm. it. Like, I don't want to sit here and say I, I hate it. I honestly, I honestly haven't watched it in quite a few years. But I definitely remember putting that one on several times as a kid. I think it had 
I don't know, maybe just because Ron Perlman was in it, I liked it. I'm not really sure, you know. It's a it's a weird weird movie for sure. Yeah, that. But uh, yeah. But I, you know, I adopted the whole the whole franchise when the uh, the big the big DVD set, the whole Alien quadrilogy came out, and that's when they were giving you the alternate versions of the movies for the first time, plus a whole nother bonus disc that went on my Christmas list, and I got it, and I still have it, and that's actually the only hard copy versions of the movies I still have. Nice are the uh, the Alien quadrilogy DVD set. Yeah, but I saw like Prometheus. I I bought into the Prometheus hype. I saw that in theaters right away. I saw Covenant opening weekend. You know, like I saw the Alien versus Predator movies, both of them in theaters right away. Like it, it, I'm a kind of an Aliens mark. Like even when it's bad, I'll go. I'll give you my money for it. Fair enough. You know, yeah. Aliens are great, man. Yeah. They rule. So, going back to what you were saying at the beginning of it, it sounds sure. to me like you know. Everyone, I don't know how much time you spend watching horror movies, but I watch a lot of horror. Okay. And I watch, I'm a moderate horror fan. I mean, I, I watch quite a few. I'm, I'm big on the slashers and maybe that's part of why the alien appeals to me, or maybe that's part of why slasher movies appeal to me. I don't know. Yeah. But it sounds to me because like everyone that spends a good chunk of time watching horror movies, they always have that one movie that I guess you could, for lack of a more creative term, call the Saw Too Early movie, you know? The movie when you oh, were definitely. like six or whatever, where you sure. walked in while it was playing or were peeking around behind the couch and then you saw it and you were too young to see it and you like remembered it forever, you know? Oh, yeah. And I bet for somebody out there, their Saw Too Early movie is Saw Too. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> But it, yeah, it sounds to me like the first Alien was your Saw Two early movie. It imprinted on me in a way that, like, I love the franchise. I love the Alien. I love monsters in general. I can watch horror movies and be fine. I love a slasher, etc. I like big monsters, little monsters. I love a monster movie. The Xenomorph and I guess the Facehugger. It's the only movie monster like I am legit still afraid of. Like seeing my nightmares kind of thing on occasion it's not making a sound but i'm nodding thoughtfully right now. <laughs> what about you do you have a movie like that i do it's uh not an alien movie though my my saw too early movie is actually um how should i put it i'm trying to think of some flowery way to phrase it or imply it but you know I can't uh-huh. think of anything clever while I'm on the mic right now. My Saw Too Early movie <laughs> was Jaws. Oh, shit. Jaws. Yeah, that's a big one for a lot it's, of people. I I remember I was over my parents. You know, I was like eight. I was eight. So it was sure. 1995. I was born in 87. So I was eight years old, and my parents had something to do when I was over at my grandmother's house. She was watching me for the night. And she right. decided, hey, you know, you know, well, let's go out and you can rent a movie and we can, you know, hang out, watch the movie and goof off and, and stuff for the evening. And I was like, oh, cool. And so we went over to uh, I don't remember where the place was, but I remember the movie place we went to. It wasn't a freestanding solo building. It was like you okay. went into this one shop or this one business. And then yeah. the people that ran that business had like a wing 
on their otherwise unrelated shop where also separately they rented oh, out yeah. movies. And yeah, there used to be a lot of that. Oh, yeah. I can't remember where it was or what it was called or anything like that. But, yeah, it, was, it wasn't It was a movie rental place. It was just like a sure. place. It was like, you know, you go into like a convenience store or whatever, and they'd have movies yeah. for sale like that. Yeah, we had, and, had a grocery store that had movie rentals in it. Yeah, yeah I, it was I think, I think like far that. longer than, than movie rental places were a viable yeah. business. <laughs> yep. And this might have been like a, you know, like a drugstore or a convenience store or something like that. Sure. And... She told me I could take out a movie, but since I was eight at the time, it couldn't be anything rated higher than PG. Now, for okay. all you <laughs> trivia heads out there, hmm. if you Something's go back up here, yeah, if you think about, well, if you think about like the poster for Jaws and look yeah. at that little rating, that rating down in the corner, it's a PG movie. Oh, that's right. It is. That's like how PG The Graduate is rated. Yeah. It came out in 75, PG-13 didn't exist until like 82 or 83 when yeah. one of the Indiana Jones movies came out. I don't remember which one. So Yeah, Temple yeah. of Doom? I think it was Temple of Doom. It was like 82, 83, something like that. But anyway, it was rated PG. So I was like, hey, you know, I don't know what attracted me to it in the first place. I thought it was just like, hey, like, you know, sharks are cool, whatever. Somebody's going swimming. And then... sure. So I was like, hey, how about this one? And she kind of goes, hmm. And she looks at it and she goes, looks a little scary. And then turns it oh, over man. and goes, oh, it's only rated PG, though. Okay. And then so I we got the movie and we went over to her place and I watched it. And I was riveted, staring at the screen the whole time. Like that opening scene, which I'm sure yeah. everyone that's seen it remembers what it is. Oh, yeah. Grabs you right from the beginning. The rest of the movie never lets go. I was glued to the floor watching the tv while this movie was on and yeah. then after it was over um my aunt who was my grandmother's daughter we had to make a stop over at her house while we were going somewhere to like let her dogs out or something like that and yeah. While I was there, we ended up having to stay later than we had initially planned. So I turned on the TV. And when I turned mm -hmm. on the TV, whatever channel it was, was just starting to play Jaws again. And so I <laughs> sat there and watched it again, riveted to the floor. I saw it twice in one day when I was wow. eight years old. And Jesus, then that'll do it. I went to bed that night and I couldn't sleep. And then I yeah. went to bed the next night and I couldn't sleep. And then I went to bed yeah. the night after that and I had a really bad night. And those nightmares lasted like no joke, man. I'm dead serious. This is not hyperbole or exaggeration. I had yeah. a nightmare every night for literally months. Holy moly. Like it. I definitely. Yeah, I feel like you there, man. I definitely had alien dreams for a long it, time. Like it didn't like just scare me it like it kind of like scarred me <laughs> like that movie yeah. hit me way way harder than i ever would have expected it to yeah i mean it's a brilliant movie <laughs> you it, know i mean it's it's yeah. good. i i can't say it's not good i mean like look what it did to me it's obviously a fantastically sure. made movie you know yeah I think, I mean, it's a terrifying movie, Jaws, for sure. I think the only reason Jaws didn't affect me that hard 
is because I had already seen Alien by the time I saw Jaws. Like, Fair enough. Honestly. You know, speaking of which, it's funny that you mentioned that because that's actually kind of the transition point into not when I started getting into Alien, but when I kind of got into like the mindset that would open me up to getting into Alien later on. Because unlike sure, yeah. you, I didn't start watching. Well, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't start watching the Alien movies until just like a few years ago. I've been aware okay. of the franchise for a long time. Okay. I, I always, you know, had that. I don't want to say trauma because that's like, you know, I don't want to make it sound that severe. Sure. But like, you know, well, the movie had an effect on. I mean, trauma is trauma, right? Like, yeah. I, you know, I'm not here to not here to. I just don't like phrasing it that way because then it makes right. it sound like I'm equating myself to people that have gotten like, you know, no. attacked or, you know, abused or whatever. And it's not sure. That, but. <laughs> I mean, trauma is trauma. I'm sure you've suffered some real life trauma as well. Don't worry, man. <laughs> we all Fair. have you're allowed to use you're allowed to apply the term where you need to but I think um, the awareness the awareness of it is important but but i've always trauma. like i've always known i've always of course remembered how the movie made me feel and as i grew up as i grew older because ironically enough uh something else happened when i was eight up until okay. then i was an outdoor kid i would get home from school and do my homework and then just go outside and like climb trees and run around and goof off the neighborhood until it was time to go to bed. Sure, yeah. On the weekends, all of my time, 100% of my time was spent outside goofing off because my best friend lived across the street from me. So we would just right. hang out whenever we weren't at school. Yeah. And when I was that 8 years nice. old in 1995, Sony released the PlayStation 1. Oh boy. And my uncle, who's a big tech guy, um bought a PS1 like, I don't know if on, on launch day, but like within a couple of weeks of it coming. Out. Sure, yeah. And since he's a big tech guy, he wanted to, you know, upgrade. So he, uh, you know, after hooking up his PlayStation, he came over to our house and he's like, hey, uh, Kenny, I've got um, an old Sega Genesis that I used to be using that I don't need anymore nice. now that I have a PlayStation. I was wondering if you would like to have my old Sega Genesis. Sure, and, yeah. Since I was an outdoor kid, I, I'm trying to think of a better way to phrase this, but like effectively, I barely even knew video games were a thing. My friend right. owned a Super Nintendo, and he would play it sometimes. I would play it sometimes, but it wasn't really a thing because that wasn't the thing I was doing. I like to goof off and climb trees. No, no swimming though. Not after seeing Jaws. That is correct. I actually <laughs> like a brief side note that happened when I was eight. I'm currently 34 in the, what, uh, 24, 28, however, I can't do math all of a sudden. In the intervening years, I've literally yeah. only gone swimming twice ever Holy that moly. entire time. Damn, I'm a like, fish, man. You can't keep me out of the water like, if I can help it. Jaws didn't make me scared of sharks. It made me scared of bodies of water, so I just don't <laughs> go swimming anymore. <laughs> so you, your your parents were like, Man, Kenny doesn't want to go to the pool anymore. And yeah. my parents were like, man, Neil doesn't want to haul ore through space in a giant ship barge anymore. <sighs> you know, that's that's them. SMDH. That's them when they're thinking about it. They're like, come on. We were counting on this guy. The power of movies to destroy childhood. Right. Childhood activities like swimming and towing ore through space in the Nostromo. <laughs> Specifically on the Nostromo. That's correct. Yeah. 
Sure. Um, as far as I know, I mean, that's the ship that was the most effective. But, uh, but yeah, like I said, I, my uncle gave me, you know, this, his old Sega Genesis and he, you know, showed me how to hook it up because, you know, I had never done anything like that before. I didn't know how to do it. And right. so I, I, he gave me two games and this is actually, uh, funny and ironic considering what your other show is. I had two games. Okay. One of them was Column. Which basically just you know stacks of jewels. Oh. I looked at the picture and it didn't really look like anything. Oh the man! Other I love columns. Sorry, well, columns is an in absolute banger. In man. retrospect, <laughs> yeah, columns is cool. But at the time, I was like, whatever. It's just a. I don't even know what this image represents. The other cartridge he had because he only gave me two games. The other one was okay. Mortal Kombat Two. <laughs> Oh no, the best one. And so I saw whatever I saw the picture of whatever columns was and I was like I don't even know what that is. And then I looked at the cartridge for MK2 and it had like a cool dragon or like bolts of thunder or like whatever it was that was on the cartridge mm-hmm. I don't remember anymore. But yeah, like both of those I things. It, it it okay, so I I was remembering the image correctly. It had like the dragon with the yeah. thunderbolts behind it and everything. And like I looked yeah, at that yeah. and I was like lightning and a dragon, and they spelled combat wrong, this is definitely <laughs> it. So I put in the game and started playing it. And like, sure. Mortal Kombat 2 is the first video game I ever played that I owned myself. Okay. And nice. the reason the, the reason this is significant is because before that, I was an outdoor kid. And then right. I put that game in and hit power and started playing and it was like a light switch. <laughs> I immediately became all I did was play video games like that. Sure. Yeah. And to be honest, I'll be real. That's still my primary hobby now, even with a job. Yeah. And everything. But um, everyone plays games. You get enough outdoor time at your job, presumably at the very least walking from the car to the building. It counts. Right. But the reason this is like relevant to my story of Alien is because as you guys have no doubt discussed on the show. There's a lot of like weird monsters and stuff in Mortal oh, yeah. Kombat. And sure. I still remember. Well, I don't fully remember. Baron Rayland, he's he was pretty <laughs> monstrous. That's right. Um, I don't I don't <laughs> remember for sure. I can't remember exactly which character was the first one I ever played. It was either Jax or Baraka. I don't remember which one. Was oh, yeah. But it was one of those two. I remember gravitating towards Baraka almost immediately in Mortal Kombat 2. Mm. I'm feeling like based on my interests now, I have a feeling Baraka was first because he's like a he's like a weird monster freak, you know. He has like the big yeah. claws and like the huge teeth and he's all like, you know. And the the blade arms. Yeah. And so he's like yeah. a weird monster guy. And so I thought that was really cool. And so I played as him a lot. And then yeah. over the course of my video game playing I guess you could say career. I don't know. I'm not getting paid for it. I'm actually paying for it. You know how it goes. But that's, in a lot of ways, that's real careers also. (laughs) That's true. I truly cannot argue with that. Wages uh, being low and gas being so expensive, it costs you more money to go to work than you make at work. May as well just stay home and play video games all day. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, over the course of my video game playing career, I've slowly started to realize that I'm honestly not a big fan of fighting games. To this day, right. Mortal Kombat still really the only fighting game series I play. 
and I like it yeah. because of its convoluted lore, not because of the uh-huh. gameplay. Sure, you're there for the narrative. Yeah, exactly. I get it. But, I am too, honestly. I like fighting games, but I'm 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 with Mortal Kombat for the story. Oh yeah, that's that's you know? yeah, that's why I play it. That's why I still buy every game in the series. But yeah. although the fighting game part of Mortal Kombat 2 faded away over time, the Baraka part did not. Not specifically <laughs> Baraka, but like the weird mute monster freak guy part did. Sure, yeah. And so as I started playing other games and started realizing other genres and other TV shows and other movies that I like, over the course of time, I slowly started to realize that the through line they had in them was that they were all kind of monsters. Like, I'm a big <laughs> Resident Evil fan. You Like, even okay. when the games got bad, I still played them because <laughs> the monster design was A-plus stuff, you know? Oh, yeah. And so, over the course of time, I realized that I started to play more and more, like, monster stuff, you know, a lot of, like, horror games, things like that. But because when I was younger, I transitioned straight from outdoor kid to video games kid, I never yeah. had a movies and TV period in the middle. Okay. So while I was growing up, I would play video games. I didn't really watch TV. I didn't really watch movies. To this day, I still don't really watch a whole lot of stuff. I play games more often than I watch stuff. Yeah. And so since I didn't watch things very often, I would go out of my way to make sure that what I was watching was something I was really, really interested in watching because I didn't really get the mood to watch stuff that often so i always made sure to make it count you know yes i definitely had a very similar phase and i do think that the alien movies once i got those vhs tapes from my brother they were the thing that like got me to sit down and watch a movie i had the same thing i noticed like i had the exact same thing like that thought occurred to me over the course of time i realized the things that held my interest the most was Uh horror movies monster movies things like that how you said you like any monster big small humanoid non-human whatever i realized that the things i like what i care about in a movie or a show or whatever is i want to see a monster like eat someone or attack someone or chasing people that kind of thing yeah and yeah for real to this day like no joke my favorite movie of all time of any genre is the thing 1982 okay. John Carpenter because a brilliant I, movie it's great I love watching yeah. a huge gross monster attack people I love it. it is my favorite genre of movie of all time yeah and I know so, that's like a that's like a remake of a, the thing from another world or something but like, it is yeah it, it's it's John Carpenter's the thing is a very different yeah. beast than that movie you know as far as I'm concerned like I know the thing is posited as a remake of the thing from another world but they're two separate movies as far as i'm concerned, oh you know <laughs> yeah i think it mo- most people would agree with you on I that mean, they're just also movies. another movie to add to our list of of stuff that is alien adjacent that's right yeah. and uh but you know i would watch these monster movies i would see like these weird alien like lowercase a guys going after people and i was like oh man that's cool maybe i should start watching more stuff when like space and so on and over the course of time i realized that my favorite how you said earlier that you like slasher movies the best of horror movies yeah 
my personal preferred subtype of horror movies are supernatural horror and science fiction horror. I'm also a big, okay. for instance, Event Horizon. Love that movie. Sure, yeah. But, That's one uh, I haven't seen in a very long uh, time. It, it's it's very good. And so, you know, of course, because I'm a big, you know, I want to see monsters. I like aliens and I want to, you know, again, lowercase a alien. And right, right, I right. like science fiction horror movies. Sooner or later, I'm going to notice the fact that the alien franchise exists. Yeah. I, looking back at it now, I very vaguely remember hearing about ads for resurrection when that came out you know okay and when prometheus came out i remember you know they were talking about like how oh you know prometheus is like it's not about the aliens but it like takes place in the universe of the alien movies and all these things but i still like hadn't gone into the alien franchise yet by that point that wouldn't happen for another few years that actually didn't start happening until after coven came out as a matter of fact okay wow yeah it's only yeah like i watched the first alien movie for the first time like maybe three or four years ago holy moly and because that's, that's yeah yeah i so, just so, go ahead I'm, I'm sorry it's been such an ever-present part of my life it's a little hard for me to wrap my head around that like <laughs> yeah i mean man, like yeah. i don't know what it is i mean i guess there isn't really like a reason why it was just over the course of time i just ended up by happenstance getting to other things first and sure. i always kind of knew it existed and i don't want to say i always thought it was boring but like whenever i would read about it or hear somebody talk about it or whatever i would be like oh it's a group of people and like oh there's only like one monster and like oh you right. barely see the monster yawn thumbs down you know that kind it didn't yeah, seem man. like it would be the type of thing that would appeal to me because I didn't think it was the type of thing I would want out of a movie. You know, what if I told you there was this movie about these guys on a boat in the middle of the ocean and there's this shark, but there's just this one shark. Yeah. And see, <laughs> yeah. that's the thing. At the time, I didn't make the connection. Like it didn't occur to me yeah. that I'm like, oh, the movie I've been terrified of my entire life by this point is the exact same thing. Like that just that thought just never occurred. Maybe you're just like subconsciously avoiding it for that very reason, you know? Maybe. But uh I going back to how I mentioned earlier about how I don't really watch very much stuff. Yeah. Once I got old enough and like got a job and had like paychecks and a regular income coming in. I started sure. to, I don't want to say make up for it, but like I started just out of nowhere. I would just start buying movies like they oh, yeah. don't even have to be movies that I've seen. Sometimes they're movies that I have seen and I didn't like doesn't matter. Like movies <laughs> I wasn't even aware of before I saw them for sale. I would just buy, I would just buy movies and like right. not even necessarily with the intent of watching them. I would just buy movies because I just wanted to own a big selection of movies. Just started collecting. Just yeah. just got a, yeah, just a collector's collect. bug. Yeah, just to collect them. Yeah, I've been there. I own ton I own a ton of movies. Uh, I don't like. You know? Very so. brief side note: I own yeah. uh, the first eight Fast and Furious movies 
and Hobbs and Shaw. I bought a box set with the first eight, and then I also bought Hobbs and Shaw. I own nine Fast and Furious movies, and I have never seen a single (laughs) second of any movie in the franchise. Wow, dude. I just, one day, it was on sale on Amazon or wherever it was that I got it. I bought it online, and I was like, oh, it's on sale. Add it to cart. Buy it. It was like 14 bucks or whatever, and I got nine movies, you know? Well, fourteen dollars. I mean, you're going to get more than fourteen dollars of entertainment yeah, out of that, so, whether, you, whether you enjoy them or not. At the end of the day, honestly, and I'd throw so, that Hobbs and Shaw yeah, in the exactly. trash, though. That movie sucks. And so that's that's what I would do, though. I would just like buy movies. It doesn't even have to be movies I've seen or movies I had heard of. I would just buy movies just to have them. Like even if you were okay. to look at my shelf right now, the movies up there, I've probably seen less than half of them because I just like Damn. to just buy movies just. Like you said, because I just like collecting. Yeah, and you open uh, your own video store one day, start renting right. them out. And you so know, with with Netflix day, fucking up left and right, someone's going to need to open a video store. That's right. I mean, yeah, Netflix is just another cable company now, pretty much. I mean, they were even talking about adding yeah. ads. The you know what? We don't need to get into it. No, we don't need to get into it. I haven't had a Netflix subscription in like a year, and I haven't missed it honestly. Uh, so one of the things that I bought one time, you know, just one of the random. Because I try not to buy movies if there's more than it's a if it's a movie that's part of a series, I'll try yeah. to buy like a box set of all of the movies in the series, like rather than buying them all individually or only sure. one of them or whatever. Like when you just recently got or showed me that uh, Darkman set you got. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Darkman, by the way, all you listeners out there, if you haven't seen it, watch it. The first Darkman movie. Fantastic. Darkman is an absolute banger. The, and I just want to applaud the creators for naming the third one Dark Man 3, Die, Dark Man, Die. Also, side note, speaking of two and three, since Liam Neeson yeah. doesn't come back for those movies, you know who they got yeah. to play uh, Peyton Westlake in two and three? I don't, because I've never seen two and three. They got uh, Arnold Vosloo, who is most famous as The Mummy from The Mummy 1999 with Brendan Fraser. Holy shit, for real? Yeah, Arnold Boslu oh plays uh, Peyton Westlake in Doc- Dark Man's two and three. Shout out to Brendan Fraser. That's right. <laughs> Not the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> Not him though. No. Just Brendan Fraser. No. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, you know, I was buying movies, just random stuff, and then one day I was buying something else unrelated that I actually needed and was buying for a legitimate purpose on sure. Amazon, and then. They were talking like they had just had a list of like sponsored purchases underneath, uh-huh. like they were just unrelated to the stuff in your cart. And right. one of them was, uh, I don't remember exactly what it's called, I believe it's the Alien Anthology. I think it is, yeah. I think it's the name of it. Sure, they realized Quadrilogy was a dumb name and they re- later re released it, they started releasing them as Alien Anthologies. Plus, they got over like four movies, I guess. Yeah. So and so I believe it has Alien 1 through 4 and then the special edition of all four of them. And then it has like one or two extra bonus discs that has like okay. all of the special features from like all of the previous versions of the movie releases. Damn. And it has like, you know, eight or nine discs in it or something like that. And I it was on sale for like, I don't know, 30 bucks maybe or something like that and i was like you know i just got paid i wasn't planning on watching this movie and maybe i will someday or another but it would be cool to like it it would look cool to be sitting there on my shelf so i'm just gonna buy it and then i bought it 
and then it showed up in the mail and then I opened it and like I looked at it and like the cover of it is I don't know if you've seen it before but it's like a silhouette of like a side view profile of like a xenomorph head but like yeah. the light uh, coming from behind it has like this greenish gold tint to it and like I okay. looked at it and I was like damn that actually looks really cool maybe I should watch this just so I could like see what this thing actually looks like in the actual movie proper yeah and I don't think it was that night, but it was like within the next couple of days, I opened it up and put in the first Alien movie. I weighed a little bit since I had never seen it before. I was trying to decide whether I wanted to watch the theatrical or the special edition cut. And honestly, I don't remember which one it is that I picked, but they have that option in the box set, you know? Yeah. And I put one of them in and I started watching it. And I'll admit, because I wasn't used to how the movie operates because I hadn't seen it before. I wasn't familiar with like the tone or the pacing of like how this movie was made. And plus the fact that it was from the 70s. I started watching it and honestly did think it was kind of slow and boring at first before I like okay. appreciated the movie. I thought it was kind of boring, you know? Yeah. Okay. But, I, uh, yeah. It's a slow burn for sure. Like over the course of the movie, it kind of started to grow on me a little. I started to get, you know, get more used to these characters seeing a young Sigourney Weaver is always interesting you know sure yeah and you know especially like if you only were familiar with her like now at her like then current age seeing her when she's like 26 or whatever you're like whoa it's like seeing a movie from like you know when yeah. Helen Mirren was young you're only you're not right. used to seeing her looking yeah never mind like a young John Hurt in that movie <laughs> right. you know like Holy moly. Yeah, no joke. He looked young enough that I almost didn't recognize him because I'm primarily, well, not primarily, but the first thing I ever really saw him in was the first Hellboy movie. Sure. And, you know, by that point, he was a lot older than he was an alien. And it took me a couple of scenes until I went, wait, is, is that John Hurt? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was, I was wild for me. I don't think I was aware of older John Hurt until the uh, the Doctor Who thing he was in. Which was only a few years ago. Yeah, I was like, whoa, okay. We'll do a whole episode on John Hurt and Tom Skerritt <laughs> we certainly later. could. Anyway, sorry. But I was, I was watching Alien, and like I said, the movie started to grow on me. I started to really like it. And, like, you know, they started to have, like, the little glimpses of the monster here and there. Or, like, you know, when the one, I don't remember which character it is, but, like, they walk into the engine room near the end of the movie and the alien's, like, curled up in a ball in the oh, yeah. wiring, you know? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like, all that kind of stuff. Like, when they started to show the little fleeting glimpses of it, I was like, all right, yeah, this is the kind of monster I could really get behind. But, like, by that point, I had already gotten accustomed to, like, the tone and the pacing and the style of the movie. And so it had, like, really, really gripped me. And then finally, yeah. at the end of the movie, when like the actual alien shows up and like starts like seeing being visibly seen on camera, I actually yeah. had to pause the movie, not because I was scared, but because of how excited I got at how much cooler <laughs> the monster looked in the motion than I expected it to. Oh, yeah. No, the, the, God, the effects in that are terrific. They're phenomenal. Interesting comparing that to like when they did did some CGI xenomorphs in Alien Resurrection. I remember at the time because it was close to the release of Alien Resurrection when I saw that I was like, "Damn, this looks so cool! Look at him move!" 
But then just like a year or two later, I'm like, man, analog xenomorphs for life, dude. Like yeah. the CGI it's, stuff is just really not working for me. Uh, briefly touching on something I mentioned earlier. It's like watching 1982 The Thing and comparing it to 2011 The Thing. They're going oh, for yeah. the same thing, but one of them uses CGI and the fact that it's not practical effects just makes it feel fake, you know? Oh, it, yeah. That's a really and good example of that. This is bet like this is finally when this long rambling story loops back to the original point I was trying to make. I finally <laughs> saw that xenomorph on screen and I went, that is one of the coolest monsters I've ever seen in my entire life. I cannot believe I waited this long to watch this yeah. damn movie. And then so I watched it. And then as soon as it was over, I watched Aliens. And then the yeah. next day, I watched three and Resurrection. I watched all four movies in like a two-day period. Nice. What and a weekend. going back to something you mentioned before about how you said that like to this day, the Xenomorph is like the only movie monster that you actually still like to this day still think yeah. looks scary. Yeah. I've been thinking about it during our discussion and okay. Shark aside, you know, because that's shark just aside. like a real animal, you know, there's, there's, there's not sure. creature design there in the same way that there is in the alien movie. So disregarding shark, I, uh -huh. I think I'm going to have to agree with you because there's, yeah. there's just something about the xenomorphs that it's like, you know, it's not just the fact that they're like close, but clearly not human. It's not right. just the weird elongated skull. It's not just like the tubing and mechanical body parts. There's yeah. just, it's all the little pieces that just congeal into something that is absolutely just aberrant non-human that hits yeah. your brain in a wrong way, you know? Right. It's, I mean, it's got, it reminds you of insects, it's, it's humans, it's, it's, alien in the you know the general sense it's an unsettling design you look at the thing and you're like you are a creature that should not exist yeah but you do you know it's yeah it's Fucking, it's truly it's truly intense it's masterful stuff it is it is not like not only do i agree with you that it might be the only monster design that's actually scary but it might be my favorite monster design i've ever seen in um yeah, fucking uh, HR Geeker out here just hitting yeah. grand slams. There's just something about the design of the Xenomorph that is just, you know, I don't know, man. It's just so, like you said, it's just wrong in a way that it's impossible to definitively put your finger on, you know? Yeah. It's just. Yeah, man. I don't know. It's just, it's wild stuff. It's genuinely creepy to look at, like, you know the smoothness com contrasted with the machine parts, the fact that it doesn't have eyes, it has less eyes yeah. than it should and more mouths than it should, you know? Yeah, dude. Yeah, I don't know. God. And that's why, like, I can watch any, I mean, certainly I have my preferences and certainly I recognize there are some bad entries in the movie series, especially when you add in some of those AVP movies, by which I mean kind of both of them. Yeah, but uh, I'll still sit down and watch them because I, the monster is effective. Like the the core of it all, like always works on me, right? Like that's why I'm maybe the only person not to not to like start showing our hands here. I might be the only person I know who's like came out of Alien Covenant really trying to like that movie because of <laughs> because of the aliens in it. Like 
I had to do a lot of work to get myself that way to, to that to that place. But I got there, honestly. Like I'll sit down and watch Covenant. I'm probably gonna watch it tonight just for fun when we end this recording. You know, it's funny. It's funny that you say that because I was actually thinking of doing the same thing for Prometheus just because I haven't yeah. seen it in a long time. Okay. I mean, like, because that that was the other thing, the little addendum to my story about watching all the alien movies. You know, I watched all four of them over the course of two days. And then, like, yeah. the next time after I got paid, I went out and bought a copy of Prometheus and Covenant because Covenant had already been out by this point. I think it came out, like, the year before or something like that. Was and then sat down and watched both of them. Yeah, well, Covenant came out in 2017. 2017. Yeah. And so I, uh, uh, I watched both of them when they came in and I was like, you know, you know, uh, how should I put this? Um, big major twist of covenant aside, generally speaking, mm. I did end up liking them. We can get into that part later, <laughs> but and, I and did, we will, and we will, <laughs> I, uh, I'm sure we will. I, but I, for the most part, I generally ended up liking them, but like, unlike the main for alien movies i haven't seen yeah. prometheus or covenant like as of this recording i have not seen them since that one first time that i watched them okay i have seen alien and aliens a couple more times since then i believe i've seen alien 3 a total of twice and alien resurrection i've still to this day as of right now only seen it the one time that i Oh boy, we'll get ready because we're going to be revisiting it pretty soon here on this show. Yeah, it's not going to be long, but yeah, I, I I think I might actually watch Prometheus tonight, though I haven't seen it in a long time. So. Okay. Well, speaking of, I think the next time we get together to record, we will be talking about Prometheus or potentially maybe mm -hmm. those Prometheus short films that kind of oh, yeah, like came out in promotion of it. Yeah, the the marketing ones that they released, like I think most of them came out like just before the movie did i think yeah yeah yet yet to be decided if we're going to talk about those separately or just roll them into our conversation with prometheus but uh either way yeah we're gonna jump into all of it man we're gonna dig through all of that shit we'll talk we'll dig through those things they they did for covenant before covenant came out because there's two or three of those one of them's just kind of an extended scene of stuff we saw in the movie we're gonna dig through it all you know what i'm looking forward to the most mm. Uh, at least right now, talking about what? that William Gibson Alien Three pitch or script, that script he wrote that got saying, adapted into a comic and which uh, one? There's like drama. three different versions. Well, I think all of them. We'll talk about all of them all at once, man. Well, you know, I'm excited. So, you know, thinking about it now, yeah, that that script is not the only Alien movie pitch that never got made. So maybe we could oh, also yeah. talk about a few of those other unrealized Alien projects sure was it was it neil blomkamp am i getting that name right who had uh who you are he that? did alien 5 there's also some yeah. like first draft versions of the movie that eventually became prometheus and those drafts would have been a very different movie than the one we sure. got um there's a few different things um there's a yeah, couple we... of comics even that got canceled before they came out that we could talk about Oh, man, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. We're going to talk yeah, about I mean, all of it. We're going to find a place to talk about all of these things, things you guys have watched, things you guys have read, and stuff that none of us got to, to watch or read. Yeah. And, of course, we're going to make space in the schedule to talk about any new 
you know, alien films or TV shows or the ongoing Marvel comic when, you know, whenever, whenever we feel it's necessary or it's time to, I'd love it if we could just like follow along with the show. Cause that's gotta be like what, eight episodes or something like that's how I can't imagine it's going to be more than that. That's what streaming shows or streaming services do now. Yeah. So we're just going to like take a pause from whatever else we're talking about when that hits. And we're just going to run through all of those. And plus there's, we can do whatever we want. There's even, yeah, that's right. It's our show. We can do whatever we want. Speaking of doing whatever we want. Um, there's even other aspects of the franchise that, uh, we didn't mention earlier. Neither of us have touched on. I don't know about you, Neil, but I personally am a big dungeons and dragons guy. Oh yeah. I play, I play D and D. I get down. And uh, fifth edition. And there's over the years been a few different officially licensed alien tabletop RPGs. Maybe we can talk about a couple of them. Absolutely. Um, I'm mainly saying that just just so that we can get it on recording so that if we never talk about it, people can come (laughs) and chase after us with torches and pitchforks. We're committed now. Maybe we can just fucking play the game. Maybe we could. Man, I mean, Jesus. like, no joke, this isn't think... me tipping my hand or anything. I own all the books. But do you think there's a market for people to, like, release podcasts of them playing a tabletop RPG? I'm not sure that that's a thing people are interested I, I'm, in. <laughs> I'm pretty sure no one has ever done that. And if they did, no one would ever listen to it. Wink, wink, wink. Well, we'll be the first. We will absolutely be breaking new ground. We'll be trailblazing. <laughs> We're also, you know, super early on this podcasting thing, too. So, <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure we're like, what, the third person ever to start a podcast? We may we may be the third podcast of the 14th podcast wave. That could be possible. It's insane, though. I don't know if you've ever done this, but not too long ago, I like actually looked up, tried to find some other podcasts about the Alien franchise. And like, dude, yeah. there aren't any, man. Like not really out there, huh? I came after I I came after. That is not what I meant to say. I came across another show that um similarly to what we were hinting at earlier, Uh they're like an alien and predator franchise podcast where they cover both of them equally. And I just want to say to all the listeners out there, we're not gonna be covering those two franchises equally. We'll be talking about Predator here and there, but it's not it's not gonna be equal focus between yeah, we're going to watch those movies because, uh, you know, you got to get the context right. But we will be de- definitely alien leaning. We will be talking about the Predator mostly as it relates to the universe, the alien universe. And but yeah, like I was saying, though, there's not very there's there's really just the one big podcast that has done more than like a handful of episodes. That was pretty much the only one I found. And they were equally sure. alien and Predator. So as weird as it is for as major of a franchise as Alien is, we're kind of getting into what is sort of kind of an untapped market, sort of. Good. It's wild to think about, but... Maybe we are early on something. That's two for me. I think I was also the first person to do a podcast dedicated exclusively to Mortal Kombat Conquest. Well, I can tell you right now, the thought had never occurred to me before you started doing the show. So you've got one up on me there. Okay. Well, I think uh, I think we should leave it here for today. I think I'm okay with that. We got to start prepping for our next episode. Find our time to record where we're going to start diving immediately into Prometheus and following that up for a few weeks with some Prometheus adjacent stuff. 
I guess. Yeah, I mean, stuff is really the best way to describe it. I mean, I know the short films. I mean, I suppose you could say that the Alien Covenant Origins novel is more of a, a Covenant novel than a Prometheus sequel, I guess. But sure, uh, there's also a handful of Prometheus comics that we could talk about as well, maybe in the interim. I know you guys do a lot of comics over on your other show. Oh, yeah, yeah. We can, uh, so, yeah, I gotta get it. We can get but, our hands our hands on those things. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, but yeah, we'll definitely be talking about Prometheus next week. I mean, well, next episode, I should say. I'm yeah. I'm not entirely sure if the entire episode's going to be about the shorts or if we're going to work the shorts into the overall Prometheus episode. Right. But we'll figure well, that then, out when but, we're recording and see how long it takes yeah. to get through those shorts. Because, like, honestly, there's six of them. And a couple of them, like I watched them earlier today, and there's a couple of them that nothing really happened. Nothing happened. They're like BMW films. Yeah, kind of. So, I mean, <laughs> it might be a discussion that like we could use it as like an intro or an aside while working up to the Prometheus content. Or maybe yeah. if there's some interesting conversations, maybe it could be its own, its own whole episode. Who knows? It's going to be what it's going to be. That's right. We can, we'll figure it out in the, in the editing bay, much like they did with probably alien resurrection <laughs> <laughs> i was i was sitting here with bated breath wondering which movie was the one you were gonna say <laughs> and almost and almost certainly with alien covenant <laughs> i well honestly i thought you were gonna say alien <laughs> you thought i was gonna say alien 3 yeah because that movie was notoriously very sure, heavily yeah. edited after the fact by the studio oh yeah we'll call our prometheus uh, we'll call it the the assembly cut. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. All right, Kenny, I think we should wrap it up here. Where can our listeners find you on the internet if they want to uh, roast you for not watching Alien until like 2018? And if you do that, I'll be fine. I might even try and fail to roast you back. My Twitter account <laughs> is at C-Y-H-O-B-B-E-Z. Do not ask me yeah. to pronounce that as a word because it is not actually a word. I invented it when I created my accounts. Cy Hobbs and Shaw. Okay. It's ge I generally, if I'm forced to pronounce it out loud, I generally say Cy Hobbs, but that's, it's not actually a word. So I generally have to spell it out. Gotcha. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Final Neil. And uh, I've got a retro gaming Instagram account at Final Neil Retro because I don't have enough hobbies outside of the alien and mortal Kombat <laughs> franchises uh no, speaking don't. of i i do another podcast it's Ooh. all about mortal Kombat tv shows cartoons movies comic books books basically every piece of mortal Kombat media that is not a video game mm. that's what we talk about over on mk podquest you can find more out about that show at mkpodquest.com uh, I haven't set up socials for this show, but by the time everyone is listening to this, they will be set up. So you will see those down in the episode description. Follow us on whatever platforms we choose and make sure you subscribe <laughs> to the show so you don't miss any of these episodes. Right. Leave us leave us good reviews, all that kind of stuff. We know you want that sweet, sweet content right in your ears. Who doesn't want to hear two dudes talking about the Alien franchise at length? Like week after week. Like, yeah, we've definitely been doing gonna, that. Well, we plan on doing that in the future. We are going to go deep into this stuff. Like we're going to talk about stuff and, like, I've never even heard of before. We're going to discover it on this show. We're going to like, I mean, we're going to revisit stuff. 
but we're also gonna like find new stuff. Dude, there it's, is so much stuff. It's bottom. It's bottomless, and they that, keep like, making. There's so it. much more. Yeah, yeah. There's so much more than you think there is. Like there's one that I. It's been stuck in my head ever since I read it. Well, listen to it, audiobook. There, they sure. even made a YA romance novel set in the alien universe. Oh, is that uh not prototype? Is it? What's that one it, called? It's Echo. not prototype. Alien, it's Echo. Alien Echo. Echo. Alien yeah, Echo. man. Who we're absolutely covering that. Are you kidding me? The main character, little uh, trivia bit for you. The main character of that book is also yeah. a major NPC in Aliens Fireteam Elite, um, which I suppose oh. in retrospect means uh, spoilers for Alien Echo. She survives. <laughs> Holy shit, man. It's all connected. It's like when the Sevastopol and Worker Joe started getting referenced in like later alien novels. Man, alive. it is exactly like that. You're correct. Crazy. We're going to sort through all of this. <laughs> We're going to figure it all out. Oh, every single bit well, of it. No stone shall be left unturned. Sorry. No yeah. ovomorph egg shall be left unopened. There it is. Ovomorph. That was a term I was searching for earlier. Thank you for that. No problem. We. <laughs> We will be back again to start talking about Prometheus. Prometheus. Until then, stay Stay frosty. frosty.